You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I'm a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. Recently, I found a great HubSpot blog post called How to Respond to Just Tell Me the Price, according to HubSpot sales reps. In this episode, I have a great chat with Russ McCumber about this topic. I ask for his advice and insights into dealing with this question from a prospect. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? What's the best way to respond? Russ and I both have a lot of experience as salespeople being asked this question. Have a listen to our advice. Russ McCumber, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Steve. How are you going? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Thanks for coming back. No worries. Always fun on above target sales. I love it. <laughs> cool. Hey, I've got a really good topic for you today. I got the idea from a HubSpot blog post that I read. And yeah. it's something that I know you've experienced and I've experienced as salespeople. And I wanted to get your experiences. I want to ask your advice on it. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's referred to in the article as the most dangerous question that a prospect might ask you. Yeah. And it's how much does it cost? <laughs> yeah. It's that yep, question yep. at the beginning. Just tell me the price. So what are your thoughts on this? Give me your experience. What's your advice when this question is thrown at you? Yeah, it's a funny one, this one, because I reckon like my advice and my experience and the way I approach it now compared to how I did five years ago, 10 years ago, it's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different, but it's actually, no, it's very different. I reckon like when I first went through sort of formal sales training 10 years ago, it was just whatever you do, don't tell them the price. <laughs> It's like, let's just hide this from them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Because you need to build value first, which I completely understand. So, and not the old, um, you can't see me visually, but the old um, saying was, you know, to build that value up, 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 up. So by the time when you actually get to price, usually at the very end of your pitch or your sales conversation, there's just a massive chasm between value and, and price. And they go, oh, wow, cool. Where do I sign? How do I, how do I, how do I buy this? Yeah. Um, but that's pretty old school, especially today. And the thing, that, the thing that's changed so much today is people just expect things so instantly. You know, like if, if, if everyone's going to sit around and wait for a salesperson to get through their pitch before they have any idea of what they're getting in for, um, you know, maybe they're just a total amiable person. Maybe they're analytical. You know, if we go back to sort of social styles and the different ways people are motivated to make decisions, potentially they don't need the price upfront. But I'll tell you what, like... I mean, I'm an I'm a expressive kind of, you know, teetering on driver type person. Like I, I, I kind of don't want to waste any time with someone without knowing whether there's any possibility that I'm going to actually be able to afford their solution, their product, whatever it is. So I'm actually one of those people who is like, just tell me how much it costs. Just give me, give me an idea. So I don't want to waste either of our time. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm exactly that person these days. Yeah. But, um, you know, we've joked about this in the past, you and I, like you've got some cool analogies around, you know, if someone asks you what's the price of the sort of stuff you say back to them. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- this reminds me of when I was a travel agent. Um, yeah. And this is going back, you know, uh, a good 10 years ago. And it was the same thing that you mentioned. We were trained to show people the value first. So it was things like travel insurance or flights or accommodation, anything like that. Um, yep. In most cases, when I was looking up flights, I knew the price. 
yep. um, or the insurance. I'd already quickly done a quote in the system, so I knew how much it was going to cost. But I had to, sh- I had, I had to first show them value. Yep. Um, and when I was a sales trainer as well, I used to say to our new recruits, I'd say one of the questions you're going to get asked straight away is how much are flights to London, or how much does insurance cost? Um, and you might know the price. But one of the things I would say to them was that your your prospect or your customer doesn't actually know what else to say. Mm. So they just start with that. So, so yeah, it's your job to say, great, yeah, I could definitely look at that for you today. Hey, take a seat. Uh, tell me about your travel plans, you know, and, and then start, you know, discovering and asking open questions and get the conversation going. And, and all of a sudden they've forgotten about how much does it cost. Mm. But in saying that, there was still that one person that would just keep keep going with it. They wouldn't sit down. They just tell me how much it costs. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I would do, and I I don't think I was trained in this, but I think I just I just did it automatically. Was I'd be really vague. Yeah. So I'd say, oh, they it costs anywhere between a thousand to ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. And they go, oh, really? But yeah, but how much? I go, oh, we'll take a seat and we'll have a look for you. You know, and yep. then. Then you go into the sales process. So is that something that was similar? Would you would you have done something like that? Oh, totally. Like you want to give yourself a chance to try to build some rapport. So part of that, like I think of that sort of rapport building, that relationship building is part of the value that they're getting because they get, you know, they're sort of buying in, into you as a trusted advisor. Hmm. So um, being able to engage and connect, I know that's that's your process um, with them is, is key. Um, hmm. But, you know, I guess the thing is, like, some people just, just want to know. And I think that as, I know that it's sort of especially as, as we've gotten to this age where people just want everything yesterday and they're so used to clicking on a website. It doesn't open in three seconds. I'm out. I'm done. You know, how dare they make me wait this long <laughs> sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, quite often if I, if I get that person just presses and presses, I'll just go, look, at, I, I can't give you an exact number, but I can tell you, you know, for me, so I sell, you know, um, digital advertising. Hmm. Businesses like yourself might invest anywhere between, you know, could be five, could be 15 grand a month, uh, depending on how aggressive they want to go, depending on how many channels we need to attack for them, depending on, you know, the, the authority in your current site. Like there's a bunch of questions that, that you know, I, I'm not going to take up much of your time, but if I could just find out a bit more about your needs, I can actually narrow that number because five, five to 15, does that help you in your decision making? To be honest, sometimes it might, because sometimes they might go, "Oh, whoa, whoa, five, five grand! Wow, no, no, that's uh, that's way beyond my means." Yeah. And, yeah, and then at least I've had a chance to kind of price qualify. That's a whole, you know, other discussion around, you know, what what sort of, you know, how many leads have you got coming through? Are you in a position to price qualify that early on, so that you can spend more time with better opportunities, or are the leads coming through a bit slower? So you need to, you know, give yourself an opportunity to try to slowly open up those gaps and, and build a bit of value and, and you know, yeah. not so quickly have them uh, price qualified out the door. So maybe getting that question earlier on isn't such a bad thing. No. Well, I think that, uh, well, I guess for me, because I empathize with those people because that's me. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think you can handle it. Poorly. I think that, like you said before, like if you've got someone who, you know, it's, it's just all they can think to ask, hmm. you know, they're probably like when I used to work in the wedding industry, 
in uh, advertising in the wedding industry, um, we was, we'd sell these directory listings. And on the directory listing, it would have photos, reviews, videos, achievement badges, lots of copy, stars, and all sorts of different stuff on it. Mm. So by the time someone, a bride or a groom, reached out to get in touch, they, they feel like they know everything. So they'd say, oh, how much? Mm. And the funny thing was, like, sometimes they just, they don't know what, to else, what else to ask. Mm. But... Um, yeah, um, for my particular, for my wedding business that I was, so I had a wedding business as well. Hmm. I was in that position where I had sort of more leads than, than I could do with. So I, I literally just used to give the price up front. <laughs> this is how much it is. Here's some value. Here's some fun. Here's what I can do for you. A couple of links to, to reviews and the like. Um, hit, you know, hit me back if you can. Hmm. And that was just a like a good price qualifier for people who wanted to, to continue the conversation. Some people just book straight away. I literally just used to put a book now, pay here. And they literally like pay in full sometimes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've kind of gone off topic a little bit, but I guess what we're saying is that it's not necessarily a bad question because mm. if it's, if it's um, yeah, if, if they don't really know what else to ask, then just help them know what you need to know. Yeah. And uh, some people just, some people just have to know it and you've just got to give them something you know, I, I think about it like this, like, because, because I guess because I'm this way inclined, I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to go for a jog with someone, because I love to run, right? Yep. And I go, how far are we going to run? They'll go, oh, don't, worry, don't worry about that. It's going to be a great run. It's a beautiful day outside. We're going to hit the road. Boom. Oh, it's going to feel, you know, the grass underneath your feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Steve. But exactly how far, like how long are we going to be running for? Don't worry about that. It's gonna, The sun's going to be coming down. You, you know, by the time we get to the end of this, you'll know exactly how far we've run and you're going to feel amazing. It's going to be a great fit for you. Mm-hmm. How friggin' annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. just give me some, give me something. Yeah. You've just ruined it for me. Will you stop yeah. asking? <laughs> just go for a run. You'll love it. It's going to be great. Stop asking. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're thinking as salespeople in, the, in our minds when people are asking this question, you know, but it's how you handle it, um, uh, you know, it, the right way. And I think the more sp- experienced salespeople can, can handle it. Right. But, you know, I think yep. some of the things you talked about just now um, with your, the wedding business, um, uh, see, the thing is a lot of people can do a research on a topic now. So for example, when you had your wedding business, it's mm. very easy for people to look at your Facebook, your Instagram, your website, your reviews, videos, talk to other mm. couples. They know everything about you, even if they haven't talked to you. So if yep. they ask you straight away, Russ, how much do you cost? They, they're kind of already sold on you. Yep. So yep. They, already, they probably see a lot of value, but from your side of it, you're like, oh, I haven't talked to these guys yet. Um, yeah. how, how can I show them value? You, what you don't realize is you, you already showed them a lot of value already. That's, that's, that's a good, that's a good point. And, and it's a specific type of like for that business I had, it was a very specific type of marketing talking to a certain type of couple who were into the same stuff I'm into. <laughs> like mm. I was just like really narrowing it down. I was like, okay, couples that are, I, I've ended up finding a niche with like couples who were like, um, professionals. They had a creative side to them. They were either creative in their, job or they just had a real creative side to them they were into good music into art um mm. if they were into basketball as well nba basketball that was just or even any sport but nba basketball there was just like all these really kind of nice little tick points that in my instagram and all my marketing was like very this is what russ does this is what russ is into yeah um so i guess that um for those ones you're right they kind of already decided by that point so i just give them a number if, if that number worked for them yeah then great 
we're working together. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a yeah, I've got an experience I had when I I was I've been I've been at STA about three or four years and it was my first uh, role as a store manager. Um, so I had a team of people, I had about three people, travel agents who worked with me and I had a really new guy as well. And I was trying to train him up in sales and, um, customer service, all that sort of stuff. And one of the things I would say to the guys was, um, you, you're not a free information booth. So when a customer comes into the store and says, how much are flights to London? It's your job to get them to sit down, have a conversation, talk to them, discover, you know, make it a great experience for the customer. And also get the customer's details. So name, email address, phone number. So you can pop it into the system and you can give them, you know, print out a quote and then you can also follow up with them. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do that and you don't get their details, then you've got no record of the conversation at all. Yeah. Because um, yep. one of the things we're trying to avoid was duplicates as well. Because what was stopping that customer from going into the store at shopping center down the road at another travel agent, um, within the same company and doing it again. So we want to stop duplicates. Anyway, this, yeah. I remember this lady came in one day and she, she walked in and she stood in front of one of my guys and she said, how much are flights to London? And I, and I trained my guys to do this. And he said, Oh, you know, take a seat and I'll have a look for you. And she just, she wouldn't sit down. She said, no, no, just tell me how much they cost. And he was doing yeah. everything he could Everything. I, I let him go for a little while. He was, I could tell he was struggling. He was still still quite new. So I thought I'll just step in, mm. and I said, I said, oh hi, um, oh, Andrew here is one of my highly qualified travel agents. He's booked a lot of people with flights to London. Grab a seat and, and I'll get him to look something up for you. She's like, no, no, just tell me how much it costs. And I wouldn't let up. I said, she and she said, are you not going to tell me the price? And I said, yes, I'm definitely going to tell you the price. Just grab a seat yeah. and we'll, we'll have a look at that for you. So I wouldn't let up. We wouldn't let up. I wasn't going yeah. to let her know the price without us going through the process. Because first of all, I can't just look up the price anyway. As a, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know her dates when she wanted to go, all that sort of stuff. So yep. Yep. She eventually, I think she sat down for like five seconds. We got her details, yeah. looked her up, gave her um, flights cost and she walked out. but at least we got her details and the funny thing was that in the system you can look up previous i guess quotes that um customers have got and one of the notes i saw was this woman loves to come in and ask for the price and then walk out or this customer is a time waster yeah Yeah. (laughs) she never books never books how funny yeah um so that's why i just said these don't don't let up don't let yep. the customer, because the one thing in this article um, as well, it says um, when you get asked this question, a prospect is qualifying you instead of you qualifying them. Mm. So it's kind of turning things around. Yeah, which is true because mm. you know what? Like we don't all have limited budget, unlimited budgets. Mm. You know, we don't all have just pockets that just keep going deeper and deeper. Yep. Sometimes they just need to know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm a bit like that when I buy something now. So if I'm looking for like a TV or something electronic, something like that, I honestly just I, I do look at the price first because I already know the value of the the you know the product, um, but I know that I've got a budget. I can't spend thousands and thousands of dollars on something. I might have a budget yep. of a thousand dollars, so I'm going to find the yep. best TV I can find for my for that value. I don't want to know about all the amazing features of all the expensive ones. Yeah, because I can't afford that. So that's why. Just tell me the price. You know, find me the best TV for this cost. 
So I'm, I'm with you. And I, I think that quite often salespeople can be the best people to sell to because they get it. So like I'll walk into a, like a JB Hi-Fi or something and I'll go, all right, so I've got $600 to spend on whatever you, when I say quite often, this obviously doesn't happen that often, but mm. <laughs> I've got yeah. 600 bucks to spend on whatever the biggest TV you've got that, you know, we mm. can plug a Chromecast into. So it doesn't have to be a smart TV. Mm. What, what, what's the biggest thing you got? And cool. Tell me on that. Tell me, tell me why. You know, how long is it going to last? Warranty, all that sort of stuff. I think it just makes their job so much easier if, if we're clear on that. I think like, it's all mm. sort of comes back to that sort of transparency. Like if, you, if people can be, if you can be transparent with them, then they'll be more, feel more comfortable being transparent with you. And then you can just have a much more above board conversation that's of value both ways. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a, a game. It, you don't have to be butting heads like, you know, no, I'm not going to tell you how much yeah. my budget is. You you yeah. tell me what you've got. You know, like it's just, it doesn't have to be like that. Just be transparent. Be upfront yep. with each other. Yep, you know? yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some of the, the, there was three, I guess, answers to the how much does it cost question in this article. One of them was be totally upfront. Yep. Which I think we've, we've covered because um, there are times where you just, you know what, just tell them, just tell yep. them and, and move on. If they don't want to continue on with the sales consultation, that's fine. I'll move on to the next person. <laughs> yep. The next one was try to get a better feel for a prospect's circumstances. So this is, you know, obviously all salespeople are trying to do that, but you, you need to at least attempt it, right? Mm, yep. Yeah. Uh, the third one was push for a more thorough conversation. So there's that sales mentality again, yep. just like you, like you mentioned, there's so many questions you need to ask to get them a price. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. can suss out again, like if you come back to the social styles, you can suss out whether they, are just going to walk out if they don't get one or whether they just need a little warming up to, mm. so that you can dig in, ask better questions and get some, um, get some good intel out of them so you can give them the right solution. Well, let's match those styles to that yeah. question. So if you've got someone who's like, just tell me the price, but they just keep on with, just tell me the price. Who are we talking yeah. to? It's, it's driver, maybe expressive, probably yep. driver. They just can't yep. get past it. They don't want to have the conversation. They, they, got, wanna... they, got, they got better stuff to do. <laughs> they just, yeah. They've got so many other things they'd rather be doing right now. So just just yeah. give it to them. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get asked, just tell how much does it cost? And then yep. you push for a more thorough conversation and you get that conversation. Who are we talking to? I mean, that could be, um, that could be any one of the three. It depends on the way the conversation goes. Mm. So um, an amiable person... Uh, let's. I mean, it really depends on the way it goes, and it depends on the sort of questions that you ask and the and the answers you get back. So, if you throw to them, so because a, a driver or expressive could be impatient with it, but if mm. you ask them questions, oh, where are you going? Oh, or, I don't know if mm. you can speak mm. the expressive language where you're, you know, um, talking to them a, a bit more about themselves, asking them questions about themselves, how excited they must be, you know, I don't know that sort of mm. stuff. Um, then you know you've got an expressive. But if if they want to know the price because of you know they open up their laptop and they've got a spreadsheet there, boom, analytical. Mm. You know, I can give you a number, but don't you want to know what's included in that number? Don't you want to know you know exactly the detail that goes into that? Mm. Um, and an amiable, you know, just wants to be your friend. So they're the kind of easiest ones. Like if they say, "Can you tell me the price?" and you are able to quite quickly turn that into them having a seat and them engaging, then that's an amiable person. They've just put on the driver hat. Because mm. they think it's going to get it done for them more quickly, mm. but they can be they can be charmed pretty quickly. Yep, yep, 
good. Cool. I think there's some good stuff there. It's a, cool. it's a, it's a, it's a difficult question. A lot of salespeople uh, I, I just hate it when that question comes to them. But I think what we've covered today is that it's not such a bad question. And if you yep. know how to tackle it, then you're going to get past it. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Okay. See ya. See ya. For more information about today's episode, have a look at the HubSpot blog at blog hubspot.com forward slash sales have a look at the list of uh, hubspot articles there you find some really great stuff there thanks for listening and i'll catch you on the next episode